Welcome to Freedom to Retire with Jim Cipriotti, powered by Retire Ready Financial Group. You got to be prepared. If you're not prepared and you have too much risk, you may make some adverse choices. And so you need to have a plan because the downturns are going to happen. Jim Cipriotti has been helping people in the greater Philadelphia and South New Jersey areas reach their retirement goals for over two decades. We just want to make sure we're not too aggressive, not too conservative either. We want that nice mix. And that's what I help my clients with every single day. Now, Freedom to Retire. 2023 is poised to be a pretty interesting year. And if you want another signal that we might be headed into a recession, well, Fox Business talked to Mike Singleton, the senior analyst for Invictus. And here's what he said. The housing market is arguably the best leading indicator that we have. All you have to do is look at mortgage applications. They're at sort of pre-great financial crisis levels right now. You could look at new home sales down 42% off of their peak in 2020. The housing market looks very, very weak. And the implication is that six to 12 months, that's going to flow through the rest of the economy. So he's saying the worst is yet to come. With that in mind, and and he's not the only person saying that, I I feel, uh, how are you helping retirement savers get to the other side of this safely? Yeah, great question. And and I it's pretty sad to say, Chris, but I, I also think the worst is yet to mm-hmm. come with this market cycle. I mean, the, the stock market has been dropping pretty much all of this year based off just the news that the Fed has been raising interest rates. We, we still have to go through all of the motions yeah. of digesting these higher interest rates as an economy. And the, the housing market is normally one of the biggest markets to be hit uh, by these uh, higher interest rates because nearly everyone borrows money in the form of a mortgage in order to, to purchase the house. Mm-hmm. But there's so many other facets of our economy that are, are likely to be negatively impacted. And I'm talking about the areas that are not so obvious. Uh, just businesses of all sizes, big and small, they're, they're constantly borrowing money for things like purchasing new inventory, um, if they want to expand their operations, you know, buy the a building across the street or, you know, these these higher interest rates, they certainly trickle down the financial pages of these companies. And, yeah, they usually uh, impact their bottom line. What do you think is going to happen when companies begin reporting how their profitability has been negatively impacted by these higher interest rates? We still have to face that. Mm-hmm. You know, when companies begin reporting these these quarterly profits, you know, if they're negatively impacted by these the costs related to these higher interest rates, higher uh, priced loans, money is going to cost more. You better believe these stock prices could drop much further than what we're seeing right now. And of course, none of us like seeing our balances and our 401ks and our IRAs dropping like this. Not at all. Uh, not at all. It's, it's not not fun. And, uh, you know, but my main concern is still for those folks that are just a few years away from retirement. We don't want to become less wealthy as we approach retirement. Or for the folks that have just retired within the past few years, when you have market drops early, um, you know, market declines really early in your in your retirement, that's what causes money really to not last as long. Because once you're retired, look, you're not going to be adding any additional money into your retirement accounts. You're done. Uh, you know, what you have accumulated now is really what you have to work with to make it last for the next 20, 25, or even 30 years into retirement. And that's a long time, Chris. That's yeah. a long time. And so, you know, we can't control what the markets are going to do, but we do know that the market is going to fluctuate over the course of that 20 to 30 year retirement. You're going to see ups and downs. And uh, ideally, you don't want to see it happen right at the start of your uh, your retirement, because as you said, that could really jeopardize the prospects and force people to unretire, which I think a lot of people don't want to do. So uh, how do you, with, with that knowledge, knowing that these market downturns are going to happen and there may be one imminent, what should people be doing right now? 
Yeah, and it's not that we it's painful to watch or painful to see our balances go down. Mathematically, I'm talking just the, the plain and simple math is that when we have a decline early in, in retirement, it's just money, not, not so great of a, of a chance of lasting. So look, one of the ways I've been helping my clients is just really understanding the importance of how you know they have to make their money last. And so one of the ways I've been doing it is I've been showing people uh, lately a chart of the market, just the regular S&P 500, okay. the, you know, the, seeing how things have uh, kind of progressed over the past 12 years. And for the most part, the market has shot up just like a rocket. I mean, if you look at the chart the past 12 years, you're going to see this. Uh, and if you look at, throughout the history of the stock market, going back maybe 100 years, you're going to notice that the past 12 years were way way better than almost any other decade in American history from the from the market standpoint. Mm-hmm. And I had a guy come into the office recently. He was pretty concerned about the, his money dropping down. And um, he uh, he didn't want to make a move because, um, you know, where the market was. But he was considering becoming more conservative with his in investments. He didn't want to really make the, the move back in, in January or February. He wished he'd, he would have, of course, everyone. Sure, many, hindsight. Many people yeah. would have, hindsight. So I pointed out to him, I said, look, we might not be at the absolute peak of the stock market uh, here at, uh, you know, the, the, the fall or winter months of, of 2022. Um, but look, we're still very much towards the top that this market has ever seen. We're, we're almost there. So yeah. if we were climbing Mount Everest, for example, sure, we're not at the highest possible peak of the mountain. We're just a few steps below mm-hmm. that peak, metaphorically speaking. So this is just still a really great place to be. So if um, if we want to risk everything, you know, just to, to make it a couple more steps higher on the mountain, you know, is that amount of risk actually worth it? And I think the guy understood when he saw how much growth he had accumulated over the years, he realized that now, you know, even with the market slipping down a bit, it's still a great time to to capture, you know, what he has and to and to protect what he has. So. Look, if you feel like you're in that guy's situation also and you're in the situation where you, you want to just consider maybe a more conservative approach, um, give my office a call. We could set up a time to chat about it. And uh, the number to call me is 610-894-7415. And someone on my team will answer your call now. And they'll set up a time for, for you and I to speak, a phone call or a, a, an in-person consultation. And it's, it's completely uh, complimentary for our fellow 1210 WPHT listeners, Chris. So there you go. If you have concerns about the market performance as of late and, and you know, you want to uh, maybe it's just, uh, you know, a fresh perspective on things and, and how to preserve what you already have, uh, you know, using that mountain analogy, Jim, I, I've read that actually the deadliest part of the descent down or of, of Mount Everest in general is actually the descent going down is much trickier. And so as you enter into retirement, as you are getting ready to descend from the working world, uh, this is where having these market fluctuations and things like that could be catastrophic. So you want to be careful. You want to have a more conservative approach, and and Jim can help you uh, design that retirement strategy. Just give a call, 610-894-7415 or retirereadyfg.com. You mentioned taxes a little earlier and, uh, you know, this being a good time at, at the end of the year to really consider tax planning. There was an article I read that said the bear stock market may actually have a bit of a silver lining, and, and that is in the form of tax loss harvesting. So we've touched on this before, but do you mind talking a little bit more about what that is? And is it really too late to take advantage of that? Yeah, and I'm glad we're talking about this again, and, and we should be talking about it again and again and again, Chris, <laughs> because, yeah, we've been mentioning this on, on almost every show um, in the past couple of months. Uh, as the market's been declining, because uh, every time I mention it, I get a tremendous flood of phone calls coming in from our from our listeners that are saying, "Hey, wh- what were you talking about, Jim? Can you expand on that and tell me if I'm 
a candidate for it. Um, and they've just been uh, telling me that they've been working with a financial advisor. Some of them work w- with no advisor, kind of doing things yourself. Mm. But you wouldn't know to Google tax loss harvesting unless you've heard of it from somewhere else. So it's very hard to teach yourself this stuff from scratch. And even people with financial advisors for 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah, Jim, I've been working with my guy for 20 years. Um, why is my guy never mention this? <laughs> uh, and th- these are techniques that could potentially be saving people tens of thousands of dollars or even hundreds of thousands of dollars over, over the course of a lifetime. So what we're talking about here is, is this tax loss harvesting, which is um, the, the, the title for a strategy that we use uh, typically when the market is down like it is now or um, just when some of our stocks or mutual funds are down. Uh, and if we also have some stocks or mutual funds that we that are up, you know, because we 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 made money in them, we call that unrealized gains. They're up, but we didn't quite sell them. Um, because look, if you have some some of those stocks or mutual funds that have losses um, that you, and you sold them earlier in the year, those losses they can not only offset some of the gains that you had made elsewhere, but they can also create a capital loss carryover to offset all or even uh, some of your capital gains in the future mm. that you haven't even made yet. So uh, there's quite a bit going on there, Chris, and it's uh, something worth taking a deeper look at if, uh, if folks have not uh, done so themselves already. Because a lot of people, especially I would say the people that have been doing it themselves thus far, not really considering taxes as it pertains to retirement, and it's a completely different game. And so I mean, this is something that, that you don't have to be even in the retirement red zone to really take advantage of, but especially more so as we talk about, uh, you know, the, the paychecks ceasing to come in when you enter into retirement. So uh, being able to keep more of it in the form of paying less in, in taxes, yeah. it's huge. Yeah. I mean, what, what's the difference between making $10,000 on a stock or saving $10,000 in taxes? Yeah. It's still ten grand, mm-hmm. and it's, still, it's even more exciting saving it in taxes, I would argue, <laughs> because the, the less uh, taxes we can legally pay, the better. But this is one of those things, Chris, we were talking about at the beginning of the show. It's got to be done before the end of the year. Yep. And I'm mentioning this one last time. This is probably going to be the last program I mentioned this because I don't want people calling me the very last couple of days of December. Jim, you got to walk me through that. Tax. <laughs> it's going to be too late and it's going to have me uh, scurrying around uh, to, <laughs> trying to accommodate too many people mm-hmm. at the end of the year. But um, but yeah, so j- I like to give examples on the show here. So. Uh, a story that comes to mind is that earlier this year, uh, a woman came in. She had a hundred grand of her Boeing stock that she had recently sold um, because it was going down. She didn't want to lose any more money. Uh, typical story there. She originally put in one hundred and fifty thousand dollars because her her nephew worked there. She felt pretty secure about the investment, but uh, it went down to about a hundred grand. And these are, you know, I'm just rounding here. Sure. Um, put in one fifty, it was down to a hundred. So that was about a $50,000 loss, all right? So when I looked at her statement, I noticed she had also made money in her Microsoft stock. Mm-hmm. And she said, I pointed that out. She said, oh, oh, yeah, Jim, that Microsoft, that's been really good to me. That's one of my favorite stocks, Jim, right there. Yeah, and she was pointing on, on the statement, tapping it with her, with her finger kind of proudly there. And I said, yeah, that's definitely been a winner over the years. But I'm going to suggest you sell it today. And she looked at me like I had three heads. That. She said, "She said, what, what, what the heck? Why, why would I sell that, Jim? It's one of the best stocks I ever had. Yeah. I made money in it. What, what are you talking about? I said, hang on a second. Hang on a second. I want you to sell it, but then I want you to buy it right back the next day. And at that point, she looked at me like I had four heads. <laughs> she said, what are you talking about? And I said, look, you have $50,000 of loss from your Boeing. 
you're able to most likely wash that $50,000 loss against the $50,000 of gain that you made from your Microsoft stock. So uh, by, by following my, my guidance here the, with the, uh, the tax loss harvesting technique that we're talking about, I was able to save her from the, the 20% capital gains tax that she would have had to pay for when she sold that Microsoft eventually for that $50,000 gain. So essentially the, the 20% of the $50,000 gain, which is $10,000 is what she saved. So she called me back two weeks later after she left my office because she double-checked it with her CPA, which is what I told her to do. Sure, yeah. Because I am not a CPA and I do not offer tax advice. I can guide you and I'll say, hey, check with your CPA. But, um, you know, she confirms, yeah, that uh, she made an extra $10,000 in the form of tax savings. And it was interesting because neither her current financial advisor nor her CPA pointed that out to her, that, that, that tax loss harvesting mm-hmm. technique. And she thanked me and she gave me, uh, you know, kind of like a warm, really nice, uh, a nice kind of thank you because the meeting with her and me was complimentary. Yeah. And I saved her an extra 10 grand. And she gave that 10 grand to her daughter, who's a single mother, uh, recently broke up with her husband, a single mother. Daughter, daughter was struggling a little bit with her bills. And um, so she gave that money to her to help out. So she kind of felt like she passed on that savings to her. Yeah. And uh, she asked, you know, hey, why, why didn't my CPA, you know, tell me about this technique, Jim? And uh, um, she actually asked the CPA that question. And the CPA said, look, he's not responsible for advising on the day-to-day buying and selling of her stocks, mm-hmm. even for tax purposes. You know, a CPA is not going to, typically, they're not going to look at your Merrill Lynch statement and say, hey, buy this, sell that for tax purposes. And, you know, that's why I mentioned at the end of every show, I've been doing it for, for a while now, at the end of every show, how important it is to get that second opinion. Uh, even for the folks who have been working with a financial advisor for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, um, there's, there's many times where I'm able to point out some powerful techniques that the other advisor is outright missing, Chris. And if it's not going to cost you anything but your time, I think it's, it's something certainly worth uh, looking into because, you know, obviously th- this is an example and in uh, Jim's not saying he's going to be able to save everybody who calls, you know, $10,000 of tax savings. That'd be nice, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, it's, it's worth taking a look at because what could you do with, with that extra money, you know? And, and as you mentioned, uh, saving that money in, in taxes versus, uh, you know, having that substantial gain in a way, you know, because you feel like you're getting the one up on, on the government. That's always a nice feeling. So as we get closer to the end of the year, you know, go ahead and, and take advantage of this right now. Give a call and, and have that second set of eyes. Maybe if you have questions about tax loss harvesting, again, please don't wait until like the, the you know, the 20th of, of December when, because while we talked earlier about how Jim is going to, you know, be working through the holiday season, a lot of these other offices, they might shut down. It might be harder to get in touch and they do have deadlines. So no time like the present literally to, you know, see what tax savings you can do going into 2023. 610-894-7415 is the phone number. Or you can go online, schedule a time as well online, retirereadyfg.com. Should your retirement plan feature a guaranteed stream of income like that paycheck you get every two weeks? Annuity advocate Cheryl Moore of Winkintel.com tells us that an annuity just might help with that. 
most Americans are more concerned about a return of their money than a return on their money. So a lot of financial advisors are searching for the ability to earn their clients the most amount of money that they can. And that's great, usually for a portion of the client's money. But there's another part of the money where the client's saying, I'm worried about running out of money in retirement. What do I do for that portion that I want to guarantee that income with? And a mix of portfolios and stocks and bonds isn't going to guarantee that because it doesn't have an insurance element in it. So it is a common concern among pre-retirees and retirees is outliving their money. Do you hear that concern from clients? And, and would an annuity be something that you would recommend in these instances? Yeah, we, we hear it more than average uh, when the market's going down. Sure. Like it is now because we're seeing the balances going down and people still have to live. You still have to you know, uh, put food in your mouth and have money to pay for shelter and property taxes, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, people run uh, have that fear about running out of money. But you know, look, I, I've been a financial professional in the industry here for uh, over 24 years. I, I've sat down face-to-face with uh, well into the many thousands of people yeah. uh, here in the, in the greater Philadelphia and, and New Jersey and Delaware area. And I can tell you, Chris, without question, um, that many people become nervous when uh, they actually do retire or when they're approaching retirement, uh, when they start thinking about, look, this, this paycheck from work is going to completely stop. And it's the, the people in their 50s and 60s and 70s who a lot of those folks have started working at a very young age. Sometimes you'll hear their stories about, oh, when I was 12 years old, I was selling papers and collecting, you know, five cents or 10 cents. I mean, this is what what we've, uh, you know, have ingrained in our system so for, at, for years and years. So, uh, you know, people have spent 90 percent of their lifetime uh, earning a paycheck yeah. and bringing in a paycheck every, each week. So. Uh, so, yeah, it's a bit unsettling to, you know, to just have to rely on Social Security and our savings in order to to get us, you know, through paying for all the stuff that we're going to need for the rest of our entire lives in retirement. And about 90 percent of the people I've spoken with, I would say, over the years don't have any type of pension anymore. Mm-hmm. So we, we can't count on that for a reliable source of income nowadays. Or if some people do have pensions, they'll say, oh, yeah, I'm getting a few hundred bucks, you know a month from a job they had back in the 1980s when pensions were still around. But for the most part, they're gone. Um, you know, so what are people supposed to do when it comes to, to income once they retire? Because Social Security alone, uh, you know, it's going to give us that, that basic, I call it that rice and beans sort of retirement just to kind of get you from point A to point B. But, you know, we have to ask ourselves, is that really how we want to live the golden years of our life? Probably not. Probably not. Right. So when it comes to retirement, you know, we just really need to, to shift our focus away from growing money. We're taught to grow, grow, grow our, our whole uh, during our whole career. You know, I'm going to get into this growth mutual fund and this growth stock. But now we need to start shifting that focus more onto income. And it reminds me, Chris, of a couple who came in several years ago into my Marlton, New Jersey office, uh, which the office, by the way, is right on Route 73 on the northbound side, 73 in Green Tree, right across from Whole Foods. Uh, near Rothman. Uh, and they said to me, Jim, look, over the years, we have made a, a lot of money in this Vanguard. Uh, we have growth mutual funds at Vanguard. Mm-hmm. And they said, Jim, look, I, we feel pretty secure that these mutual funds are going to be the it uh, driver, the it uh, investment to to deliver results and to l- deliver everything I need throughout their retirement. Um, and these people were, were, were coming to mind right now because uh, they came back in to see me about a month ago. Uh, to tell me that they lost a third, 
just this year, a third of of everything they had in those same exact Vanguard growth funds. So uh-huh. every, all of their, their that principal and interest, all of the money that they've accumulated over the years, all of that was reduced by one third just mm. this year. So, uh, you know, I, I took a deeper look to see what else they had going on. And they were both collecting their Social Security checks. Uh, the wife, again, had a very small pension coming in each month. I think it was like four hundred fifty dollars. Um, and they were collecting some dividends off of some utility stocks that they had accumulated over the years. But I noticed they weren't collecting any income at all or taking any withdrawals from that Vanguard account. And I asked them if they needed more income. I said, how's your cash flow? And they said, well, it would be nicer to have a little bit more coming in each month. So I asked them, okay, why haven't you been taking it from the Vanguard account? And they said they were worried that it might run down or might eventually run out. And the wife had longevity in her family history. She was saying how her... Uh, her mother and her father both made it into their late 80s. I think mom was 88, dad was 89. Oh, wow. Um, so the wife saw the importance of having money last the rest of her life because she saw up close and personal with mom and dad. So long story short, th- these folks were prime candidates for an annuity because it helped with their cash flow and uh, the income paid out each month by the annuity can l- last um, the rest of both of their lives. Even if the account balance runs down to zero, there's many annuities that will continue to pay. Actually, most annuities, they'll continue to reach into the annuity company's own pocket. And the annuity company has to pay out of their own pocket uh, if you happen to live a very long time. So that income is designed to not stop as long as you have a heartbeat. Uh, (laughs) And, yeah, so, yeah, you can add both spouses. A lot of people have been asking me this. They say, well, Jim, I have an IRA in my name. Uh, Can the income last um, for my spouse's, uh, the rest of my spouse's life as well. And many annuities nowadays will allow both lives to be covered, even if it's just the one spouse that owns the account. Another uh, misconception is people say, oh, can I put the, uh, I have an IRA. Um, sometimes people conflate the two. They say, oh, well, I, I can't have an IRA and an annuity. Um, and the answer is, uh, yeah, you can absolutely have an annuity as the funding vehicle of your IRA. Or you can, if you have a 401k, you can roll that over into an annuity, which mm-hmm. can provide that lifetime income that we're talking about. Or there's a lot of people that just have money just, just mounting up, just, just uh, getting larger and larger, accumulating in a checking and savings account. And, yeah, we're earning a little bit better than we were a couple of years ago, but is it really an active, you know, a, a really a viable source for your retirement, you know, in a, in a high yield savings? The answer is probably no. So long story short, if you want to get more information on how these accounts work and what maybe a lifetime payout would be for you or maybe for you and your spouse, give my office a call. The number is 610-894-7415. And I can get a you know, a nice little information package together for you, get to know your situation a little bit better to see if something like that is appropriate. Uh, but it all starts with uh, setting up a time to chat, and we can do that this upcoming week. And I just think that having a little extra protection as we head deeper into this recession is, you know, something that's on a lot of people's minds these days, Chris. So this could really help in, um, you know, just really being an opportune time to start checking out some other choices, Chris. Certainly offering protection from market volatility, as we've all seen this year, protecting from longevity. It, it shouldn't be a concern uh, that the fear of life of living too long. This is a way to, you know, take that on and address that because, as you mentioned, pensions have gone by the wayside. 
Social Security probably isn't going to cover everything that you need, but you know, having another component of guaranteed income could be a valuable part, could be a valuable part, not saying it's right for everybody. But you don't know until you have that conversation with someone who, as a fiduciary, Jim, acting in the client's best interest, uh, you know, meaning he's not going to recommend an annuity for everybody out there because you know, he's getting a, a kickback from company X, Y, or Z to do so. No, he's going to see if that is going to be work best for you, and he'll recommend it, and at the end of the day, let you make the most informed decision. So if you want to see if that could be part of your retirement plan, 610-894-7415 is that number, or online, retirereadyfg.com. Earlier in the show, Jim, we talked about, you know, creating that retirement plan for people, you know, to last them 20, 25, 30 years. And obviously people come to you seeing if they can retire. And sometimes the numbers say that they can do so earlier, possibly even before 62. So with that in mind, you know, increasing that to 25, 30, 35 years, having the plan for longer, does that take a lot of extra steps? What are the challenges that people face when it comes to an early retirement? Yeah. And when, when we talk about the American dream, Chris, I mean, you know, I'm talking like like owning our own house, mm-hmm. the white picket fence, a couple of kids playing in the yard, yeah. maybe a sports car in the garage. Nothing can make that list more complete than an early retirement <laughs> to kind of top it all up. To I enjoy mean, it all, yeah. There's just so many people out there wanting to do it, but very few can actually make it happen. Even retiring as young as 62, if you, know, if you have longevity in your family history, mm-hmm. and not that longevity is everything, but it's certainly something to, to take into account. Um, you know, and people are making it all the time into their, their late 80s or 90s. So we're talking about 30 years, maybe, of drawing on your, really your own resources. So retiring young, it absolutely positively requires a, a solid financial plan. There's just no other way around it. Your, your money needs to be stress tested to see if you can make it through many different scenarios. We're talking about periods of prolonged low interest rates or um, prolonged periods of low stock market returns. We want to see what, how your money would behave um, in all of those or many of those different scenarios. And in addition to that, you, you really want to have um, regular monthly income streams to cover your, your basics. Yeah. You, you got to have your expenses covered. Um, ideally, you want to have around 70 to 85 percent of your former paycheck coming in from sources that are dependable. Um, and as we're seeing in the stock market nowadays, I'm not ta- when I'm talking about dependable, I'm not talking about, you know, oh, I have shares of a dependable company like Amazon yeah, that's... <laughs> or, or Facebook. Uh, you know, Facebook's not going anywhere, Jim. Aren't they dependable? No. We clearly state if anyone's following, followed those stock prices, they are a disaster, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to trying to use them to sell some of those proceeds to, to pay for some of your retirement expenses, Chris. It's a mess. And it's one of those situations where, you know, uh, there's a difference between uh, monthly expenditures, like things that you're going to see every single month, like, you know, utilities and insurance and stuff like that versus, you know, maybe those more luxury things like uh, remodeling the kitchen or taking a vacation. You want to make sure that, you know, maybe this is the year where you go, you know what, I'm not going to remodel the kitchen this year because the market hasn't been kind. But you can't say, well, I'm not going to pay my mortgage this month or I'm not going to you know, pay for utilities or I guess I'm not going to eat. Those are the things you're talking about when you, when you talk about what needs to be covered by dependable income, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, see how long it takes uh, before the, the county's knocking on your door if you don't, <laughs> if you don't pay your property yeah. taxes. They'll, they'll be banging it down and they, they, you know, they mean business over there. So, yeah, I mean, this is all part of that planning process. So, you know, we need to account for inflation. Look at this high inflation we're going through now. Um, you know, if we need a hundred grand of income now in retirement, if we're planning for that each year, we're, we're going to need much more than a hundred grand in the future mm-hmm. because of inflation a little bit, 
compounding uh, every single year. Um, debt, we want to make sure we, we don't have a significant amount of debt or high interest rate debt. We, we know that can be a drain on our nest egg. Uh, we want to have a plan for medical expenses. There's, there's medical expenses constantly that are not covered by Medicare, um, long-term care expenses being one of them. Um, especially if we retire younger before Medicare even kicks in at 65, you got to have to have a plan for how you're going to pay for your medical. Yep. Um, I mean, getting back to long-term care, though, I mean, the stats are really just, you know, they're high. There's high stats that we are going to need some sort of medical expenses paid for out of our own pockets at some point in life. Uh, we don't want to be naive to think, oh, it'll never happen to me. Uh, so if you, even if you feel like you have your, your I's dotted, your, your T's crossed, and you just want to kind of make sure you aren't missing out on anything, I, I would suggest giving my office a call. We could set up a time uh, to chat together. Uh, we could talk on the phone or we can set up a Zoom meeting. A lot of people like the Zooms nowadays because you could do it right in the comfort of your own home. Um, we could set up a meeting face-to-face, in person, the good old-fashioned way, which I love uh, in my either my Marlton, New Jersey office, or you could welcome to come to my Radnor, Pennsylvania office, which is uh, it's right off the Blue Route, by the way, right off 476. It's on Lancaster Avenue. Um, if you know where the Radnor Hotel is, I'm in the building right behind the the Radnor Hotel, not very far from Villanova University, a few blocks away. Uh, and especially if you if you feel like you've been paying too much in taxes or if you feel like you, there's something missing, <laughs> um, you know, if you feel like you're not getting the, you know, any any guidance when it comes to tax planning, which a lot of people aren't getting any guidance at all. These are the areas of my practice where I where I focus my time because I'm finding a lot of other financial professionals are falling short with their clients here. So you are the type of folks that I really want to set up a time to, to chat with, uh, especially if you're not getting that sort of help. And the consultation with me is 100% complimentary. And once again, the number to my office, 610-894-7415. Or you can check out my website, which is retirereadyfg.com. And just love to see if I can make any uh, suggestions to help your, your finances uh, get a bit stronger even going into to the new year here. If you have questions or concerns about reaching your retirement goals, then give the Retire Ready Financial Group a call, 610-894-7415, or visit us online at retirereadyfg.com. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Retire Ready Wealth Management is licensed in your state, please call 610-704-2792. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products. Offer through James Cipriati, Pennsylvania Insurance License, 366900. Investment advisory services offered through Impact Partnership Wealth, LLC, a Securities and Exchange Commission registered investment advisor firm. IPW and Retire Ready Financial Group are non-affiliated firms. Registration is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. Investing involves risk. There's always the potential of losing money when you invest in securities. Asset allocation, diversification, and rebalancing do not ensure a profit or protect against loss in declining markets. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. IPW, its affiliates, and its investment advisor representatives do not provide legal tax or accounting advice. You should consult your legal and or tax professionals before making any financial decisions. Please be advised that you may conduct securities transactions only by speaking directly with your investment advisor representative, either by phone or in person.